Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Dark, a podcast about the CW's Riverdale that has risen out of the dark one last time to give you a season three finale after finale podcast. I'm Alex. Let me be honest, it's not all that dark. It's sort of daytime, so we're just <laughs> hanging out, still talking about the stuff we were talking about in the dark. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And as we mentioned, we are going to be talking about season three of Riverdale and also season four, what we expect, what our predictions are. And we're going to be reading a bunch of stuff you guys sent us on Twitter at Riverdale Dark. Uh, Your predictions, your theories, your comments on the season overall. Uh, So we'll get to those in a moment. Before, though, it's been a couple of weeks now. Fed some time to yeah, digest, to, to really sit just in let it. it simmer. And I know we talked on the last podcast about our overall thoughts about the season a bit, sure. but it was very freshy fresh then. Now it's a little coldy cold. Uh, so why don't we? What are you guys thinking? How are you feeling about season three now that you've had a little more perspective on it, Pete? Uh, Archie just seems like more of a ridiculous character uh, more. when you step away and think about the shit that he went through this season. You're just like. And this guy is insane. Well, that's what I, I was going to say that too, sort of across the board for the series, this this season. It feels like when you go on like a a, a crazy vacation, <laughs> and then you come back and you're sitting there and you're like, wait, remember that night we like <laughs> climbed that fence and we're like in the, that weird house or whatever, and you're like, yeah, wow, that was weird. It all this whole season comes back in like little bits and pieces. Like remember when they were on that farm and there was. A, Archie like hooked up with this woman sort of and then he yeah like all that was feels that so season? it feels yeah. so far wow. away uh, but I gotta say what is really good about this show is they throw so much at the board so every episode there's so much to take in and enjoy it's almost and like, like a whole season of madness in one episode but I do think the important story points rise out of that and they do a good job of not getting caught up on being like well we gotta make sure we tie up Archie's farm experience they're like no the fun part about that was when he <laughs> fought a fuck bears let's have him fight a bear man at the end and that's great i love a show that is like isn't this so fun that we get to do this let's do as much as we can and in the end let's just tell a good story with the stuff we like i totally agree with you i i uh, spent a little time at work since it just dropped on netflix 
uh, going through the season to break it out for a couple of different articles uh, and zipping through it like at fast forward. I was like, oh, God, I feel like a, this is a fever dream that I'm watching right yeah. now. But I think you're exactly right with your point. Uh, as as I did that, and as I've been watching other season finales uh, that have dropped, not mentioning any particular names necessarily, Ooh. Game of Thrones, yeah, <laughs> uh, but other ones than that, it feels like the great thing about the show, and we've talked about this so much on the podcast, is it goes for broke every single episode. Like, yep. every single episode, they're like, well, going to write ourselves into a quarter. Don't know how yeah. we're going to get out of that one. Yep. And that's so much more fun. Even though I was zipping through these episodes, I was like, I cannot believe I forgot about that insane thing that happened. And yeah. that insane thing happened. And these 15 crazy things happened. Uh it's great. It's it's a full meal. It's more than a full meal. It's like stuffing candy down your throat oh. until you throw up. Yeah, like we're going to be made into a lovely foie gras. <laughs> yes. And we're just being fed a lot of Riverdale until we our livers are opened up and made into a very tasty dish. I got to say, I feel like you've made that metaphor on our podcast before. I don't think so. Really? <laughs> no, that would so. be crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah, and well, say it in a positive way. But remember, know. Archie was in child jail at the beginning of the season. I, also, you had a son for a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Ricky DeSantos. Yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, overall, I think it was much wilder and all over the place than the previous two seasons. Yeah. Uh, and there were a lot of things that just fell by the wayside. You were mentioning this before, but did not get followed up on, where when you think of them, you're like, uh, why Why did that happen? Why, yeah. What was that leading up to? Yeah. Is it even remotely possible that Penelope Blossom was the Gargoyle King? I don't think so. Right. But it also doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I think that's great. And yeah. will they ever pay off flying babies? Like, will that ever pay off? Uh, that never happened. Fuck you. You're dude. having a We saw it dream. twice on the show, asshole. Uh, Two times. Well, so actually, I'll say something about that, and I... Th- I think somebody tweeted about this, but uh, I was thinking about the Flying Babies thing a little bit because I know you were very upset about it. Yeah. I think the resolution for that was that Betty remembered it, and that was it. Like, that was the whole resolution. There's a... a she had a moment where she was like, oh, yeah, Flying Babies. Right. She, no, I think she said in the show, man, this season's been crazy. <laughs> did, did I see Flying Babies like 22 episodes ago? And everyone was like, no. That sounds crazy. That yeah. can't happen on this show. There's... Uh, on our live show, we had uh, writer Nicole Osto stop by, talked about Riverdale. She's written the Riverdale novels and the Riverdale comic book. This actually just dropped the second Riverdale novel, Riverdale Get Out of Town, and they get into a little bit more in the novel about Betty using Adderall and her almost sort of drug addiction, as well as in the book, uh, the core four, they go back to the Lodge Lodge to see if they can find any clues, and while they're there, Betty is having some hallucinations. Like, she thinks that her dad is calling her on the phone, and then when she checks, there's no missed calls. Uh, she sees a broken mirror where there's no broken mirror. She starts doubting her sanity a little bit. So I think the implication there is she was just imagining it, and that's it. That probably satisfies you, right, Pete? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good with that. Flying babies is real, assholes. Uh, Flying babies is real. Assholes. <laughs> All right, let's get into some questions and comments from you guys. Uh, here's the first one. This is from Felicia. Varchi is going to rise. Three fire emojis. I would say Varchi rose. 
Yeah, if anything, Varchi is the status quo that's getting ready to be disrupted. Ah, what? Here we go. You really think that? You really think Varchi is going to get broken up again next season? I mean, definitely the whole... Every season, there's some questioning of all these relationships, right? I guess in Bughead sure. wasn't super no, questioned this past season. Never question Bughead. That shit is solid as a rock, baby. But I, I don't know. Solid. I would solid be. Su- <laughs> as a rock. Thanks, I baby. would be surprised if they ran out this entire show and we never saw Betty and Archie together. That to me would be cra- a huge missed opportunity. I think it would be a smart move, no, and hopefully why? that's what they do. That is literally the quote that Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa said, actually, in some recent interviews. And he said the same thing a couple of times before, but that if they got to season seven and they never explored the Betty Archer relationship on a teen show, it would be a missed opportunity. Barchi rising. Take that. if it gets canceled in season six? Wow. Not happening. No. Uh, Because, honestly, Riverdale rising. (laughs) For real. I mean, that's the thing is that it's not rising in the... Overnight ratings, but having gone to the CW upfront, they are still super jazzed about the yeah. show. They're spinning it off into. Or, I mean, Sabrina's on Netflix, obviously, right. but like that, like it's a little universe. And I no. think it's- and usually, for those of you who don't know about TV contracts, usually they sign at least an initial contract with people for six seasons. That doesn't mean they have to do six seasons. It doesn't mean they're going to get canceled, but they're certainly aiming for that in terms of getting to that hundred number on syndication. Yeah. So I think if the CW can keep it going that. That long, they absolutely will. Uh, which means on a long enough timeline, sure, maybe we'll see Barchi, but I don't know. Buckhead was very, as we talked about, very solid this season. But undealt I with. It, I agree with you. It was an unquestioned relationship, but it was never like like they didn't ever that they didn't have a romantic season by any means. I don't know. Sometimes Fuck you, you can just chill with your significant other, have a good yeah. time. Barchi rising this coming season. All right, Mark I've, it on the calendar. Don't worry. Nobody else brings this up in tweets constantly. Nope, and it that's the last word. In, <laughs> did it end up in a huge fight at our mentions? All right, Miranda says, I think Jughead is likely just sitting in the woods somewhere during the flash forward scene, and the trio burns his hat for him because Jug is in shock over what happened. Maybe Jughead actually kills someone, and he's traumatized and can't help destroy the evidence. He's not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's just curled up naked in the woods somewhere. That's all. That's that's fine by you? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty chill. Yeah, dude. Sometimes oh, you man, do that. just lie down in some dirt. You guys feel the burn worms your crawl off? off your butt, you know? It's very relaxing. But yeah. rela- burning your clothes after yeah. a crime? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a good That move. seems to be the popular theory right now, is that Jughead is getting rid of the body or cleaning up the watering hole or whatever is going on with that. Right. What do you guys think is going on? Yeah, I definitely Maybe don't think... Maybe he's just playing some G&G, you know? Yeah, I hope they're still playing that next season. Uh, I feel like, yeah, he's definitely not dead. Where he is, I think he's going to be further away from them than just in the woods near them. Wait, what do you mean? I think it's not like that scene will play in the episode, then they're going to be like, you cool, Jughead? He's going to be like, yep, right here behind this tree. (laughs) I was just running the camera. Uh, I think he's going to maybe he'll be uh, where his uh, Jellybean and mother were. Uh, maybe out with Gladys. Maybe Gladys would come back. Going out to dinner with Gladys. No, just uh, back in uh, Toledo uh, at the junkyard. Hey, guys, Jughead wasn't here. Let's burn his beady. <laughs> yeah, they're probably mad because they made plans. Right. Oh, uh, did you do that thing again? Well, Archie did that thing. And Jughead uh, was like, well, Archie did me that summer when he was being molested by his teacher. I'm going to go get molested by a teacher. <laughs> cool. That could be. Uh, sorry, weird. was that... What? It got weird, man. Yeah, but that's what happened. Uh, sure. That it's true. 
so I, I think it's going to be more of a journey. If this season was about Archie's crazy journey, next season feels more Jughead focused. Mm, I think that'd be interesting. Really? Uh, here's a tweet that I think Pete is going to like. It's a Pete tweet. Shay Lynn <laughs> says, I still want to know what the hell was up with those floating babies in the first episode hell of season yeah. three. And I know we all know they are done with the farm storyline. I don't know why I just talk like that. And did they ever explain the real reason for the seizures? Because I know Penelope's bullshit explanation was just that bullshit. I hope we get more Veronica scenes next season and fix the Archie and Jughead friendship, too. I want to see more friendship development with the whole cast. Yeah, friendship. So the farm storyline, I could say they're not done with. Uh, this yeah. is I did an interview with Roberto Garcicasa, and he said there's going to be touches of it next season. It's not going to be prominent in the same way. But I think at the very least, they need to resolve what happened to Alice and Fangs and Polly and Edgar and Evelyn, right? Yeah. Yeah. It does feel it feels like something they'll be like, man, that was crazy. And then slowly throughout the season, it'll. I think in. what's going to happen is they're going to walk back in the room and like, Kevin, what happened? We sent we just gave you our clothes to wash. Can't you follow, you know, simple directions? Interesting that in the the finale, Kevin's there with a bunch of clothes, and Archie, Betty, and Veronica have no clothes. What's with the clothes? <laughs> I don't know. There's something up with the clothes. Oh, in this yeah. the, key. the clothes are the key. Hashtag watch the clothes. Hashtag watch the clothes. Wash the clothes. Wash the clothes. Yeah. I, I was Hashtag just reacting. burn all your clothes. Before you got into that, I was just, you, you looked at me. I was reacting to you saying slowly over the course of the season as if they're not going to resolve whatever <laughs> happens with the farm five minutes into no, the season. I did, no, I don't. Really? You think so? I think here's, here's my best prediction for what possibly could happen at the beginning is like they did last summer where they were trying to cure Archie, I think now Buddy and Jughead are working with Charles Smith. Maybe they recruited Kevin as well. We talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah. But recruited Kevin, who's like slowly getting over his PTSD and working as their mole to figure out what was going on with the farm. Trying to find and a I, kidney, yeah. another kidney back. <laughs> grabbing another, sub off the yeah. floor. <laughs> going to the bathroom a lot more, probably. Yeah, you're grabbing them from ducks. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, oh shit, that's a liver. Yep, yep, exactly. Again, <laughs> back on foie gras. <laughs> uh, but my point being that I think like we pick up there and then very quickly they catch up to them and they're like, ooh, we got them. Really? I, I think yeah. you guys are missing a big thing here, which is Betty's going to be pretty much running the FBI by the end of the next season. FBI director Betty Cooper. Yeah, exactly. Be like, well, there's no law against a teenager running the FBI. Yeah, yeah. I think... Once Air Betty gets involved with the rules. FBI, like it's just going to go. Uh, She's going to be running the whole fucking thing. Well, before we get too stuck on this, uh, what about the seizures? What did you think about the seizure explanation? I think the canonical explanation is what Mrs. Mulray said, which is, oh, yeah, there was some drug runoff of the river, and that was it. Yeah. Even though the clues don't necessarily fit, why wasn't but, Cheryl poisoned? Why yeah. did it happen to Betty early? This is like what we were again. saying about the show, though, is sometimes they deal with stuff, sometimes they just let it go and move on. Well, and and I don't think we're going to get an explanation. Let me throw this out, then, as a way of explaining it. She was dealing with some pretty big, uh, some traumatic events, high stress, so if they were, as a town, being dosed, she would, because she was under stress, maybe responding to a lower dose of whatever mm -hmm. was in the water, so that's why she had the vision right there. Right, and you could say that Cheryl was impervious because she's been with the Blossom family, so a classic Iocane powder situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what we'd call it, classic yeah. Iocane. Yes. Watch the clothes. Uh, what about Veronica? Are we going to get more Veronica scenes next season, Betty and Veronica? I mean, I think that would be cool. Uh, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. If um, if the season was about the friendships, and then we shatter that when we have some relationship change up. I am 
I am very excited to see them refocus on the core four and high school when they come back. I'm doubtful that they can hold on to it for longer than three episodes. Like, yeah. and I say this yeah. in the best sense, but I don't know if you guys watch Veronica Mars, but I always think about interviews with Veronica Mars where the first season was incredible, but balanced kind of ongoing mysteries with uh, mysteries of the week. Season two did the season long mystery that was super dark, super intense. And at the end, the network gave notes and said, Hey guys, you lost like half of your viewers. You need to do done in one mysteries. And they were like, no problem. We're going to get the viewers back in season three. Let's go. And then for like two episodes, they did done in one mysteries. And they're like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Because that's what the the show is. That's what they want the show to be. And I think we'll get core four a little bit. We'll get high school a little bit. But it'll, in the best way, go off the rails pretty quickly. Uh, definitely. I mean, last season, wasn't Archie on trial in the first episode? Yeah. So, like, what are we worried about? <laughs> There's no rails. <laughs> There's Where we're going, no we rails. don't need trains. Yes. <laughs> this is from uh, Amy Gonzalez. Oh, this is a nice one. Uh, hey, Alex, Pete, and Justin, I just wanted to let you guys hey. know that my two daughters and myself love your podcast of Riverdale. You guys make us laugh. Thanks for you guys being you. Oh, oh man. No what? question necessary. Yes, Amy. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, your you. daughters, for listening. I hey hope daughters. Don't, I sorry hope, about uh, all the swearing. Yeah, sorry, yeah. unless you guys are... Into old. it. <laughs> if you're say. fucking into it, hell fucking yeah. I was going to say if they're older, if they're older and it's okay, uh-huh. but... Uh, your guys' explanation is good, too. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Hetzela says, do you think we will finally see Tony's backstory next season? How do you think Tony will react to what Cheryl did with Jason's body? Do you think we'll see some scenes next season where we see Cheryl and Tony with Juniper and Dagwood? Mm. The mm. last one, I'll say, man, fans want this so much. They just want to see Cheryl and Tony walking around with two babies. Yeah. Which, which is, is such a very specific thing, but I love it. Talk about a complicated teen <laughs> well, life. Well, I think it's going to start off... You know, I have two kids, and I'm barely keeping my head above water, and I'm a grown-up. <laughs> I don't know. Cheryl could handle it. She's already running several clubs. But she's going to be Gina Davising the Olympics with archery. Oh, wow. What? Gina Davis was an art. Oh, uh, famous okay. Archer. I forgot about that. Yeah. I thought you were talking about a Gina Davis movie or something. No, no, no. Yeah. Real life. Yeah. I classic, only talk classic about real cutthroat life. island situation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See, my reference was weird, but that's even weirder. <laughs> I thought you were doing like a long kiss goodnight type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think about the other one? Uh, Tony's backstory and how will Tony react to Cheryl with well, Jason's body? Well, that's what I was trying to say until the, the Bit King went off on a tangent there. I think in the beginning, Tony is going to be... Who do you think the Bit King is, by the way? We were wondering about the identity of the Bit King all season yeah. long, and I'm just not sure. No, it's uh, me, I think. <laughs> uh, no, I, it's going to be a twist. Oh, yeah, I so think so. I think there's two Bit Kings. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Yeah. What were you saying, Pete? Were you saying something substantial? You're the Bit Hook, I think. Uh, if anything. Yeah, the Bit Hook. I just think in the beginning, Cheryl is going to oh, be like... Does, sorry, does that make you uh, Bit the true hero of Riverdale? <laughs> I Pete hate. is the chick of the podcast. Oh yes, my God. absolutely. I'm going to murder you both. <laughs> See, there and you I'm, go. Prove and I'm just going to be like, hey, jury, listen to 13 years of this bullshit. <laughs> and if you want to commit me afterwards, I'll be okay You're going to put it. all of our podcasts into evidence? Yeah. Because that's exactly. going to be a lot of time. It that is. jury is not going to love yeah, this the trial. The judge is going to be like, this is a very low-stakes trial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can skip the Krypton podcast. <laughs> <laughs> jury. Oh, man. I hope I can this year. Oh, that's not going to be fun. 
fun. Uh, anyway, that's so, a tangent, chick. Don't lead us on those. Uh, don't call me chick again, motherfucker. I don't, wasn't necessarily talking to you. Yes, you were. You're looking and pointing right at me. <laughs> so my point is, I think Tony at first is going to be like, hey, Cheryl, you're spending a lot of time uh, in this specific room. And then Cheryl's going to maybe get defensive and try to do some puppetry stuff to make it cute. But then that's going to wear off. Like Weekend and, and Bernie's? Yeah. She's going to try to Weekend and Bernie's it. And it's not going to go well. And then she's going to move on and do a Weekend and Bernie's too, where Jason's going to dance. Oh, man. I just think it's not going to go well for the... For them, but they'll, they'll have a talk. They'll maybe have a fight, have some crazy makeup sex, and then they'll be okay. They're just going to move on in one episode <laughs> for her hiding a dead body. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you get out of that. That, to me, was the weirdest move in the finale because it felt like, where where does this go from here? I just, I have no idea. All the other things, it feels like, okay, this can this is setting up a plot, but that is Cheryl went from, I'm with Tony, I'm leading a gang, I saved everybody, Oh, by the way, I'm talking to a dead body. Mm-hmm. I think they'll find a way to, to work it out. I think Classic Cheryl. She she gets Is strength it? from Jason, and I think they'll find a way to make it. Like eating him? No. To literally take like a Definitely know what I'm saying. Also, that meat is a little past. <laughs> oh, I think though. so. Uh, I don't know. Trevor Steins has been stewing his body in Oreos for quite a while. Oh, he's so been I... marinating? He's like a dry-aged beef. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think uh, we are going to get some Tony backstory. I think some of it was, uh, we got a little bit of notes of it throughout the season over the course of their uh, mm-hmm. arguments mm-hmm. where they were dealing with Cheryl's issues, but Tony would reference her life a little bit, and I'm hoping they continue that in the next season. Yeah, I really hope they listen to the fans and really put uh, Choney in the right spotlight. Choney, but uh, so clearly not a fan. Uh, but I, I do think, um, yeah, we kind of close, not exactly close the book, but like we finished the, that chapter of the Blossom family history. So yeah. it'd be nice to turn over to the Topazes and see what's going on with him. Yeah. Uh, now, related, uh, this is from Homo's Odyssey. The tweet is hashtag chickhead rising. Pete, what do you think about that? Chickhead? No. happen? Chicken, chicken, uh, jug. Fuck <laughs> that fucking no, I'm shitty down. I don't character. know. I felt uh, there is literally flames near them, and I could feel a little bit of that heat, yeah, you know, yeah. coming through the screen. Uh, is that the? I'm curious. Is there a question after that, or just like general no. love? Uh, no, no, just uh, chick. Just want to make me angry. Will by we see more a fucking will, chick? Will we see more of chick? Why? Yeah, I think so. Why? I don't know. I think he's a recurring villain now, right? Oh, what do you think, Justin? Yeah, we'll see him again. Yeah, I hope so. Man, that sucks. This is from Nia Geo Pocket. What do you all think is next for Kevin since the farm abandoned him on Ascension Night? Personally, I would love to see another episode focused on Kevin in the fourth season. I would love to see him work through his trauma from the cult and also some reconnection with his dad. Uh, I don't know how he could be less connected with his dad at this point. Well, he's off doing other stuff while his kidneys are being stolen. Yeah, and all, like he was like Archie's my son now. Yeah. I train him. <laughs> like and had no worry about it, that Kevin had become a yeah. farmy, and then he just sort of vanished at the end of the season. Um, yeah, I feel like Kevin is the one character who's been sort of like he's slotted into these different roles where it's like you direct the plays, but also you're a brainwashed farm person at the same time. Right. Also, you gave up your kidney and you're still brainwashed. They do that with Cheryl, too. They just put her in weird things but that Cheryl, don't, fit, don't fit her at all. But Cheryl, they move in and out of them, and we get sort of Cheryl being uh, normal Cheryl, and at the same time, she's believing in this sort of wild stuff, and I think that fits with her character more. I disagree. Like, Kevin, to me, started as, like, a sort of regular teen, and now he's off into this very different place. And so I would like to see him come back a little bit and have more of a traditional arc or uh, a relationship that he's been after for a long time. 
Yeah. It, all of his relationships so far, he was together with Joaquin, who left town forever, came back and died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was with Moose, who came out of the closet and left town forever. Yeah. Uh, and then he was with Fangs, kind of. Maybe. We maybe, don't know. We're not sure. And Fangs they, they left town forever. They were far married. Uh, so that's they were a hacky up. sack married. Yes. They were far married. We saw them kiss once where they were far married during the musical number. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to see something with Kevin. I like Casey Cott a lot. I think he's great. Um, if they are reorienting the show, getting him back to the place where he's Betty's friend and hanging out with nice. him and offering advice, that would be great. Yeah. And give him a real relationship. Uh, this is from Kelly Chirac. Could we have just one major mystery in the next season where Bughead are actually working together to solve it and have more screen time together instead of apart? I can't see how they'd kill off Jughead, being as he's the narrator and one of the core four, he's not dead. I'd like to see Archie take over some narration <laughs> going forward. Uh, so Betty's here. Uh, Veronica, I love her. Yeah. Bear! No. <laughs> it was a town. A town <laughs> where I drank a milkshake. <laughs> My friends were here, and it was nice. <laughs> They were doing I, something, but I don't know what it is. I completely Shirts agree. Shirts are tough. <laughs> I completely agree with that bit I, uh, or that tweet. I think it's a, I hope that that's where. Sorry, were sh- you saying I'm the bit king? Yeah. Oh. No. no. Accusation. Um, I just think that uh, hopefully it kind of gets to that because those two, I think, were purposely put apart on this season. So next season we get to kind of see them crime fighting together a little bit more, a little bit more romantic styles. Um. Well, you know where I stand. I think very similar to Pete. I want to see them uh, break up and <laughs> um, go about their own business. I uh, Jughead can go back to his relationship with his typewriter, and Betty can go be with another character. Let's say <laughs> why? whoever, why? whoever. Why do? You, why is it so important to you that Betty gets together with Archie? Uh, it doesn't I, make any sense. Betty is too smart. Too. Archie is it just... Is, it is candid in the show that she has uh, strong feelings for Archie. Yeah, like a lost puppy feelings. Like, oh, look you don't at know. this hurt, she, dumb puppy in, that I love. That, well, that's, I'm curious to get back to that. That was something that was established in season one, that she has deep, real feelings for Archie, and then it's been totally unreferenced. We've seen little flashes of them being very intimate, but we've never seen what it actually means. And I think... I want to see it. <laughs> you think you want to see it? Or no, you want to see it? I want to see it. Okay. This is from KJ and Lily. And I'll mention this is a little bit of a controversial tweet. Lots of people responding to this. Uh, says, how do you think they're going to approach the death of French Andrews? And who do you think Archie will lean on the most out of the core four? And then a ton of people started jumping into the mentions being like, yo, don't use a real life death to uh, push forward your ship, which is Barchi. Uh, I think they're reading, frankly, a lot into that tweet. Right. Um, I would say, just looking at it from that perspective, that's a valid question. I mean, first of all, yeah. they're going to deal with Fred Andrews uh, and what happened to him pretty much immediately, as far as we've heard, in the season. They would have to. Yeah. Right. And I think uh, we talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, but that's the right time to do it. Like, I'm 100%. glad they did not... They- it was. It would have been weird to do it at the end of this season. Yeah, uh, and they simply have to do it to kick off as part of the beginning of the next season. Yeah, uh, and who do you think he'll lean on? I'd say Veronica, right? Uh, it, I, it's interesting. I would, say, I would like him to see him lean on his mom a little bit. Yeah, 
And then, you know, maybe in the circle, it would be nice if maybe something like this brought him and Jughead together. I think that's a good... Because I actually think it might be something he doesn't talk to Veronica about because mm-hmm. it'll be something where she's like, are you sure you're all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. And then he'll need to find another way. I feel like that will be an episode is him trying to fight his way out of his feelings and finding a character that he can lean on. I do think... I mean, I know I am a Barchi shipper, but I do think Betty it makes a lot of sense yeah. as someone he would lean on for that because she grew up with him and she knows him... Um, the be- along with Jughead, the best. So I think that may be a way that they just, on a friendship basis, uh, come together. Yeah, it, that's going to be really, I mean, obviously, this is a dumb thing to say, but that's going to be very tough to watch. You know, we've dealt with yeah. it in a certain way, and we did not know Luke Perry, but we knew him from screen and certainly dealt through that, dealt with that through watching the show, and it was tough seeing him come on screen every time. It was tough seeing the tributes, but this is going to be difficult on another level. I... Don't envy the writers and actors have to go back and deal with this trauma again in real life. So uh, that said, they're very responsible writers, and I think they're going to deal with it in the right way. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that they're just have a they'll write it off like he went after that bear that went after his son. (laughs) I don't don't think they're going to do that. (laughs) I don't don't think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Sarah without an H excuse me says predictions for season four I don't think Jughead is dead as others fear or how they tried to make us think he might be however the idea of burning his iconic beanie is more upsetting than the possibility of his death hashtag save Jughead's beanie should be the hashtag for season four now Sarah I hate to tell you but the official hashtag is save Jughead Uh, we have t-shirts comicbookclub.threadless.com check them out if there's a t-shirt made that has to be the official hashtag yeah I respect your hashtag prowess, but that's not what it is. Wow. Wow. Big slam from uh, Alex Albin, the the t-shirt magnate of Comic Book Club. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, uh, maybe he'll have a a real crown. He'll have the classic Jughead paper crown going forward. It would be kind of fun to see him try out different hats. Like they burn his beanie and then he's like wearing a Ted Gallant hat and stuff. That sombrero is offensive, Jughead. (laughs) Please. I do. It would be interesting also uh, if Jughead was presumed dead for a few episodes, and maybe he would come back later. Would it though? I I feel like they've gone that route with oh, this person we don't see their body and they're dead so many times at this point. I didn't even want to see that. I want to see some other swerve that I'm not expecting. Yeah, I think this. Well, we also like who's who did we of no main character has been presumed dead and then come back. Jughead and Archie. Well, we saw their journey. It was presumed dead for a, the cliffhanger of an episode. Right. So I'm saying, like, for a while. Like, just off screen? But doesn't yeah. that... I don't know. I From the Walking Dead perspective, when they did that with Glenn, everybody got annoyed and frustrated. And yeah, I true. think TV has learned from that, yeah. that uh, viewers get ahead of you, and they're like, Jesus Christ. He's going to be no, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I get your point, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it would work. We'll see what happens. Uh, Sam FIFA Brit says, I think predictions are pretty pointless when it comes to Riverdale. Before season three, I thought we'd get some edgy courtroom drama throughout the season as Archie's trial went on, but instead that got wrapped up on one episode of the Gargoyle King emerge instead. I think we almost take for granted how absolutely wild this show can be, and I honestly don't think there's any way we can accurately predict what's coming next. I think most of the threads left dangling will be wrapped up very quickly, except for the spring break flash forward. Uh, by the way, we should mention this is Justin's burner account. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot of these tweets in my burner accounts. Oh, yeah. cool, man. Pretty cool. Uh, what do you guys think about this? I think we covered it. but The that's... best way to predict what happens in Riverdale is to predict what 
doesn't happen in Riverdale. Ooh, what do you mean by that? I'm saying hot air balloon race. So that's not going to happen? I'm saying that would be crazy if it happened, so it 100% will happen. Wow. Is that from the (laughs) Chipmunk movie? Is that what you're No, I'm just saying that's a thing I don't think I would ever see on television. Yeah. But that is the plot of the original animated Alvin, the Chipmunks movie. Really? Between the Chipmunks? Yeah, the, the Chipmunk race. They have a hot air balloon race across America. Wow. To get some diamonds or something? I don't know. This is a very deeply buried memory. Uh, Simone, you're the one I choose. Oh, yeah, I would like to say to yes. jump off this crazy thing, then I think uh, for a crazy prediction that Veronica opens up a pinball shop where she takes care of old-timey pinball machines. Definitely could happen. Uh, sure. I think uh, that Betty is going to burrow deep under the ground and find a uh, cave-dwelling race of moloid people <laughs> and become their leader. That makes sense. She already has leadership as the uh, Griffin Queen. Exactly. Wow. Uh, Simone, I you're the one that. I choose, says, what will season four's major mystery be, and will we get Buckhead investigating and sharing a storyline together? I think this is an interesting one because... What happened at spring break isn't necessarily the mystery. Definitely it's, not. Yeah, it's what caused them to get there, right? Yeah. And then what happens after that. So what do you think? What is going to be the major mystery? Well, if we do get back to high school, which I think it'll start there. Uh, I don't know. We've dealt a lot in these first three seasons with the town is poisonous. Uh, so it feels like we need a new angle on that. Uh, and they're entering their senior year, spring break. It feels like they're moving toward what are our lives going to be like at, as we leave high school. I feel like that could position them in a different way. Maybe it's about moving beyond Riverdale and then coming back uh, or something like that. I will say that's one aspect that I'm really looking forward to a lot. Senior year is always very fertile for drama on teen shows. Yeah. And to have all those big moments and those big emotions – they're going to have to start making decisions. Do Betty and Jughead stay together if they end up going to different colleges? Or oh, have that classic trope. Yeah, I mean, all of those tropes. They got but, into different colleges. But they work for a reason, right? And it doesn't make necessarily sense if everybody's like, well, we're all going to the same college. Here we go. Yeah, they work for a reason because that's what happens to people's right, relationships. Exactly. Is you do go to different colleges. Yeah, but it didn't work for Saved by the Bell once they started that whole college thing. It's because the show they, went under. They all went... I'll stand for the college years a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I watched that shit, and it was decent. But it was weird. You had a suspension of disbelief that everyone ended up at the same college. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like this season may be about go- going away from Riverdale and yeah. facing trouble and then returning to Riverdale for whatever reason. I mean, if that is the focus, the idea of what happens in that spring break scene where they're breaking apart makes a lot of emotional sense, right? Yeah. Like, this is the last time we're all going to be together like this. And also they say, let's never speak. We're going to go our separate ways and never speak again, which sort yeah. of is the fear of anyone in high school with mm-hmm. their, their friend group senior year. is like, oh, we're going to leave and never speak together again. So, like, basing the season on that fear, I think, is really, really fertile and very true to real life. Totally. Uh, this is from, again, one of your burner accounts. I don't know how many of these. Barchi Daily is... Yeah, you run yeah I have a one. Barchi Daily weekly, monthly. <laughs> cool. My uh, perennial Barchi account. Do you think we will actually get to see more of Betty and Archie actually being best friends in season four and the possibility of their friendship developed further and becoming more hashtag Barchi season four? Uh, my short answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're going to play with our emotions a little bit. 
in season four. Especially we didn't get that. And if part of the show is going to be Jughead doing something or being part of something where he has to break from the group, it's going to shake up the dynamic by its very nature. Because if you have uh, Betty, Veronica, and Archie... Um, in Riverdale together, <laughs> sparks will fly. <laughs> oh my That's God. a dangerous triangle. Here's what I'd say about it. I have spent the past three seasons of the show going into every season being like, here it comes, Betty and Archie. Me it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, this is the season. It's all going to come true. No. Doesn't seem that way at the beginning, but by the We're end of the We're going to get there. Oh, yeah. I've given up. I have completely <laughs> yes. given up on it. Like, I don't... That's how they get you on Riverdale. I know. Oh, that's true. Now I have hope again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like Betty and Jughead together a lot. I w- love the fact that they were together all season long. I know you have your issues with it, Justin. Yep. But I'm glad they were together. I think that's cool for a teen show. It's a big move. It's a cool move. Um, I'd move. love to see them continue with that. Like, never have them break up. I ever. think that's what happened on Spring Break is... Jughead was really trying to get in touch with the Dark Betty side, and he accidentally killed somebody, you know? And he was just trying mm-hmm. to get closer with his so girlfriend. he's trying to be Dark Jughead. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, what happens if, if Jughead dies? Is you want Betty to be with hashtag Deadhead? <laughs> yes. Jughead? Just like Cheryl and Jason. Jughead. By the end of the season, everybody will have their own dead body friend. Oh, that's cool. That's the hottest trend in Riverdale. Yep. Yeah. A classic Weekend at Bernie's 3, Too Many Bernie's. Oh, man. Yes. Bad title. They should have yeah, gotten with that for the stupid. second one. Yeah, that was the big problem with that series. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Amelie. Uh, <laughs> that Nana Rose Tony gif keeps on giving. Uh, that's the one of... Uh, Tony saying, what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Barchi seems possible now, but something about not counting her chickens. Still want Tony to get back to her season two self, either for Shoney to become a positive relationship or break up. Ooh, what do you think? Shoney break up in season four? No. I don't think so. Shoney is still in the early uh, phases of their relationship. Like, they still haven't worked out all their sort of separate issues and their Finding yeah, the ways. Yeah, they kind of grow together. Yeah. And like you really kind of hit their stride. Two children, they landed in their lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the writers also know how important the Shoney relationship is. And that puts an extra onus, even beyond the straight relationships on the show, that if they were going to end it, to do it in the right way. And uh, I don't think there's any indication other than Tony being like, yo, you're hiding the dead body of her brother. And Cheryl being like, there's nothing wrong with that. I guess that could break them up. No, Tony's uh, going to be down with it. Oh. But I do agree with what people are kind of uh, getting at with the tweets that, like, we need more Tony. We can't just have her just be kind yeah. of background. We need to kind of really get some meaty stories. I think that that's a great point. Like, she has become a main character on the show, yeah. so we need to know her better. Yeah. I don't think anybody else brought this up, and maybe they did, and we'll get to it in a moment. But are there any other characters on the show you would like to be see be more prominent we talked about tony we talked about kevin is yeah. there anybody else would you want to see a sweet bee or a fangs to move to the forefront pop <laughs> no, who's, who's out there repping for well a pop? i mean pop has brought up some crazy stories of the past i wouldn't mind some flashback shit you know but yeah um, that'd be good Young I, pop. I will say maybe not a main character and she's sort of a not a villain, but at least someone. I guess she's a bit of a villain. I feel like Polly it was a force in this last season, and we know nothing about her. Like, truly, yeah. she's just been on for a couple lines an episode to be like, I'm going to the farm, or like, what am I going to do with these kids? Things like that. We know nothing about what motivates her, why she joined the farm. If she is going to be part of whatever the farm plot turns into, we got to get in her head a little bit. I, 
I don't know. I don't remember why I was revisiting season one stuff, but I had forgotten that Polly was a crazy person in season one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think we need a little more of that. Def. Yeah. That'd be good. Pete, anybody you want to see come to the forefront? Mad Dog? More Mad Dog, maybe? Well, yeah. I don't know. Mad Dog and Archie don't mix well every time. Now they're friends now. They're opening up a youth center. Yeah, I know. But for it's... Ricky. Every time we saw Mad Dog, <laughs> Mad Dog always had insane news. So I'm hoping, uh, like, you know. I mean, that's true. It was like, hey, Archie, hey, Mad Dog. And then Mad Dog would just be like, all this insane shit is happening. And then it was like, oh, no, and here we go. you know I want more Reggie for Man Monica to be strong. Yeah, they got to get him back. Now that he's off his promotional tours, get him back on the show. Uh, this is from, I want to say, Jody Keller, maybe. Uh, I don't think Jughead is going to die. I think that Alice is going to turn up within a few episodes and hopefully take down Edgar and the farm. I really don't want Varchi to be a thing, but it seems like they're setting it up. I also think a Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Riverdale crossover, or I hope. Lots Ooh, of stuff there. Yeah. Let's start with that last one. Do you think they finally will do a Sabrina and Riverdale crossover? It would be awesome if you, she just like showed up on one episode. Uh, I think not this season, but next season, standalone crossover episode. I don't know how they work it out contractually. Uh, yeah. That, to me, would be the biggest problem with figuring it out because it's such different media organizations. But that's a great thing to do a one episode crossover or two part crossover. I could see it happening on Sabrina if they did that more than on Riverdale because they had that five tails thing. I feel like it just has to be it has to exist separate from both series. Right. But Riverdale, I mean, it does fantasy stuff sometimes, but it all seems mostly to be in continuity versus Sabrina that has jumped out of continuity to tell stories sometimes. So I could see them be like Hey, it's our Halloween special. You want to hear a scary story about zombies? And then she's like, and there's some Archie comics that uh, Harvey has been reading. So he tells the story of Afterlife with Archie or something like that. That, I mean, that would be very cool. That's not a crossover, though. No, it's not. I don't know. I mean, they take place in very different worlds. And I also think, given how busy they are right now with those two shows, plus Katie Keene launching next year, I don't know if there's time. Uh, Well, yeah, but there's all... I mean... There's time. There's if there's an appetite for it. I mean, Riverdale ends up on Netflix, right? Yeah. So like, there's and a, internationally, it's on Netflix. There's a relationship there. So like, I feel like a two hour movie on Netflix. That's what we want. Oh, that would be sick. Uh, what do you think about uh, Alice? When is she going to come back? When are the farmies going to come back? Few episodes in. Yep. Great. Uh, Reg says, I love that Penelope was the Gargoyle King. They wrapped that up nicely. The callbacks to Penelope of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Also, Ben and Dilton and how they were introduced to it and how Chick came back into play. Loved it. Loved Chick. Loved yeah. Chick. I'm looking directly at Pete right now. Why? Saying, it loved doesn't Chick. say love Chick. It says, Chick came back into play. Loved it. Yeah, but it doesn't say love Chick. No, it says love, comma, Chick. Yeah. No. Love is Chick. Nope. Chick is love. Nope. The final quest scenes were pretty badass. Betty watching Hal die broke me. However, I hated what they did to Alice. It makes no sense. She legit tried to get Betty to join the farm for half a season. Why would she do that if she was undercover? Also, those bunker scenes where Betty begs her to stay with her are that much more heartbreaking. How do you feel about the Alice storyline overall? It's It's some interesting points there because she didn't break her cover in any circumstance, like when talking to her own daughter and she did pull her in there. But I do think she 
she is a good, she's a real Donnie Brasco. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Great references this episode, I gotta say. Yeah. She doesn't want to break cover. Yeah, I think Pete, you gotta be undercover. You can't break cover. Do you think she's a good or a bad Donnie Brasco? <laughs> yeah, I think she's a bad Donnie Brasco. Yeah, I. What's, Great, thanks for humor. <laughs> and I just think that, like, uh, the very littlest bit. <laughs> it was the, you know, they just kind of made a choice and were like, oh yeah, yeah, she was an FBI informant the whole time. I, I feel like that was just kind of like a choice they made that doesn't make sense because of the stuff that she was doing the whole time. That was a deliberate choice. So there you go. (laughs) It's not like they made it at the last minute. I think it was kind of like, oh, by the way, we're going to do this. Okay, fine. The Alice thing? Yeah. No, they decided about halfway through the season. Didn't show. Well, it didn't show because they didn't tell Mage and Amic about it. The show was undercover. Yeah. Yeah, well, fuck all that. That's what all the best shows do, though. Yeah. Because they're undercover. Cool beans. I, uh, the Walking Dead is actually the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I, I don't know. That. When they do a reveal and then it just makes the stuff that happened before it not make sense, it's a little like uh, I, yeah, I'm not I'm for that. It's not that it doesn't make sense. It just makes her uh, particular. I think it, it works as a story. It just makes her like hardcore about being in yeah. the FBI. <laughs> I mean, well, and she's a dedicated news person who goes to boxing uh, matches and has Archie do commercials for her, which is legit news. I can tell you. Yeah. No. Um, so she's good at her job. She's very good at her job. This Jen says for season four, I'm already nervous and sad for however they deal with Luke's death. I'm hoping we could see more of the serpents and poisons working together. And is there any way we can keep Chad Michael Murray, but not keep the farm? Oh, I need phallus. And most importantly, hope you guys know how much we love this podcast. I will miss you all day or day this summer. Oh, I agree with Phallus. I'm. I hope we have a scene where yes. we we find out what FP thinks about Alice being undercover and, yeah. and all of that. I was because they're both kind of cops now. You know? I was shocked we didn't get a scene with them by the end of this season. Yeah, that it felt like that was the build, that was the arc of the season, and that was one of the big things that didn't feel completed to me. Um, I know they're always going to get together to break apart, but we need to see them together again. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about the other stuff? Is there any way of ha- keeping Chad Michael Murray but not keeping the farm? Is there redemption for Edgar Everett ever? No, fuck that guy. He could run a hardware store <laughs> in town. Yeah, he's always very very familiar with spare parts. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Ooh, ooh. All right. Uh, Jimmy 100 says, will the plot be better? They said they are coming back to the roots of season one. If so, I really want better writing. I do want Betty and Archie to happen because I still believe they were set up at the end together. Uh, So many subtle hints from season one until now. I would say so many subtle hints, season one, dot, dot, dot. And now season four is happening would be my opinion. The hints have gotten a little more subtle, but Uh they're still there. Like a fine wine, you have to have a a better palate to really taste them. And I I do think this is, if we're resetting, if the first three seasons were one piece of this story, then resetting for uh, season four makes sense. We might get back to some of those earlier themes. It's possible. We'll see what happens. Uh, Normally Normal says, everyone is dead apart from Chick, and it's all in his head in a mental ward called the Brothers of Loud Cruelty. <laughs> wow, I think that's canon. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. makes total sense to me. Uh, this <laughs> is from Shining Lily. The cliffhanger of last season, Archie arrested, lasted like five episodes. I think it should have been continued a bit more. Uh, what do you think? Would you want to have seen more of Archie on trial, more of Archie in jail, more of that over the course of the season? No. 
I was happy with explanation or just yeah. yeah, I just you know, I I got sick of that real quick. Uh Archie I don't know. I just like Archie being background dumb. I don't like it being the forefront of the show. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, focus on the other characters. It just, Archie is just, you know. Well, I think they write him, they do it right by Archie because they make him such an, a chaos agent or a catalyst, everybody. Right. And to do that, he has to be constantly in motion. And this past season, this whole series, he's been constantly going in a direction. Oh, Sometimes random direction, like mm-hmm. the pinball machines that Betty is going to... Uh, uh, take over. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Veronica. Veronica. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. yeah it doesn't make any sense for Betty to do that. Yeah. She's yeah. taking care of the Moloids. <laughs> uh, this is from Liana, a.k.a. Mel. No funny tweet. Just wanted to say thanks for your podcast. It's a bright spot in my week, and sometimes I listen even when I can't catch the episode as a fun recap. Also, Chick is the worst. Yeah. Ooh, that was a roller coaster ride, yeah. Liana. <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy that you listen to this podcast without watching the episode. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. My wife does that, too. That's what? Yeah. Bad for entertainment purposes. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's why we, one of the I reasons mean, we recap we at the top of the recap. episode is if people have missed it. Maybe so. next season people won't even watch the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Ratings die. Oh, oh my no. God. People what just are we doing? Uh, yeah. Are we killing We're the show? We're the, show the show that we love. Oh, God. Oh, this is terrible. Also, thank you, Liana. That's very kind. That's very nice. Uh, this yeah. is from Lena R. Simple question just who's your favorite character? Not even Ooh. on Riverdale, just in general. I would oh. say Pete. He's quite a character. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Pete, too. That guy's crazy. You know, he reminds me of Chick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. My other that. favorite character. <laughs> Who's I your favorite character on Riverdale? Buddy, all day, er, day. Shocking no twist. about that. Uh, whew, that's a tough question, because to me, the show is all about the moving between the pieces. Uh, if I had to <laughs> choose my favorite character. Alex, do you have an answer? Uh, Cheryl. I'm going to say Cheryl. I like there's yeah. other I thought uh, like we talked about the last podcast, I thought Lily Reinhardt as an actress was phenomenal this past phenomenal. season. Phenomenal. Yeah, just really put through her paces. They did a great job with her. I liked Betty, um like Jughead and Archie. I like most of the characters on the show, but the way that Madeline Pletch plays Cheryl, they can do almost anything with her and it's yeah. just great. Like, it's just fun to watch. It's enjoyable. There were some incredible emotional beats. The thing at the window with Tony was great. Um, Everything that happened in Bizarro Dale was great as well. Uh, I just, I like her a lot on the show. And whenever she's on screen, it just, you said chaos agent earlier, but she really is the chaos agent. She can come in, be friends instantly with anybody, be enemies with anybody, and it all makes sense. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Archie, even though I make really? fun of him. What? I make fun that of him a lot in this show. Sense. But he that makes no fucking Well, I sense. was just talking about his role in the show, and I appreciate that. Like, even though he, they make like you watch him, you're like, oh man, what is he gonna do next? <laughs> He's like a just a golden retriever running loose in your front yard. Uh, this is from Duda, and we're almost done here. Uh, I think this is the last one, and I'll double check before we finish up. Uh, but Duda says, any chance of a Barchi childhood friendship flashback? This is something I saw fans asking for uh, quite a bit throughout the season, similar to the Midnight Club episode, having something that is a flashback to when the core four and everybody else were kids. What do you think? Would you want to see something like that? I would love that. That was going to be my question at the end if no one asked it, is what flashback are we going to get this season? Because I feel like it was such a useful episode. Um, So I definitely hope we see one. And I think if this 
this season does revolve around the core four, like we're predicting and sort of hoping, it would be great to see a flashback to when they were kids, especially not to keep harping on it, but if they do go into a Barchi situation, I think that makes a lot of sense as a springboard into that changing relationship. A spring break springboard? That's what I'm talking about. Spring break springboard spring relationship. Wow. Well, let's. What do you think about that sort of flashback, and what else would you want to see from season four, Pete? Well, I'm also hoping that we get like a Fred Andrews flashback where we see younger him, a little bit of like. I don't um, think they'd ever do that in a million years. Oh, well, I just think it would be a a (laughs) nice. He's trying trying to find a way to get back to a character he loves that he's worried we'll never see again. Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of give us a little bit of a send off what we see as earlier life and his kind of stamp on Riverdale as a town. Um, but yeah, it's it could be weird to do. But I, I just thinking, I want more Fred Andrews. So that was kind of like, I, right. if we're going to get sure. a flashback, like a young Fred Andrews would, I would love to see that. So yeah, uh, main thing I would like to see, and this was brought up a little bit earlier, but I would love to see them try to tackle smaller mysteries in between the bigger mystery. This third season was so big and it was so complicated that, as we talked about, it didn't always fit together all the time, and that's fine. But I'd like to see them do, like, a couple-episode mystery, like a three- or four-episode mystery. There was a lot of smaller mysteries, like, can I beat a bear? Uh, how many <laughs> eggs can I eat? Uh, uh, turns out unlimited. bacon. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a big mystery. What's going on with those tortilla chips? That was a huge mystery yeah. as well. Huge multi I think that's going to be the Spring Break Springboard for season four is uh, Jughead chokes on a tortilla chip. Launches oh, his, oh, that's how he A dies. generic brand tortilla chip. And people yeah, and are like, like we serves good. you right. We, oh, my God. Cool. Glad we uh, really made that stamp, put that stamp on it. Listen up, writers. Make your bag of chips better. <laughs> There's a note from uh, Riverdale After Dark. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening this season. Yeah, we really appreciate it. And all of your nice comments on Twitter, everybody who contributed to this episode, you guys are absolutely amazing. If you would like to support this podcast, Podtrang. <laughs> Ran out of words. Yeah. Uh, podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash comic book club. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and at Riverdale Dark. Also on Instagram, Instagram at Riverdale After. I've really ran out of words here yeah. right at the end. Uh, you can check us out, Comic Book Club at Live.com for this podcast and more. You can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio uh, Radio play or the app of your choice uh we'll be back next year next season with new episodes if you want to chat about riverdale hit us up on the old social and we'll see you maybe there's a chance we could come and do an episode or two in between uh this summer 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 break app where one of us will be murdered maybe oh cool is that gonna happen the murder yeah maybe are you planning on murdering what are you doing with that knife Huh? What are you doing with that knife? Wait, what? I'm not put away the knife. I'm not Justin. creating a cliffhanger put for the episode. The just- no, uh, put uh, it in the- uh, stab, stab, stab. Uh, who died? Who died? Uh,